0: Now that's a parking spot. Introducing the I may have underestimated the size of my car policy with accident forgiveness from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote. Find an agent. Visit amfam.com. Optional policy features not included in base policies. Review policy for coverages and exclusions. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I had a guy, he reached out to me on Twitter uh, and because I dared, I had the shameful audacity to say something nice about Bill Clinton of all people. I know, I know he, he's supposed to be garbage, hot trash. And, and you can't point out he actually has an ear to blue collar workers and stuff like that or he, that, that, that the people who know him say he's actually a very nice guy. Not a good guy. Nice guy. Big difference. And this person said, you know, I, I stopped listening to you because you changed. And I asked him how he changed because I don't really feel like I've changed. And he said, no, no, you've changed. Well, it took him about a day to come up with how I've changed. And what he ultimately came down to is that I am just not willing to fight in the way I used to fight. I, nothing is, the, the urgency is not there and that I'm 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 focused on calling out both sides instead of fighting the left essentially. And you know what? He is right on this a little bit and and I I think I I will give you guys an explanation for this. But we need to go back 4 years to get to the explanation. Um actually we need to go back a little earlier than that. Uh, you know, I started this program in in 2011 and uh, spend time talking about faith and culture. And, and there are some people who just don't like that. I, I we've got one person who complains regularly that there's just too much Jesus on this program. We we don't we don't need any of that. Uh, and I started getting invited to preach in places and decided I needed to turn them all down because I hadn't been to seminary. So I, I finally started going to seminary and, and realized through some very insightful professors how. I really was comporting my faith to politics instead of the other way around. And I need to do a better job of dragging my politics into my faith. And and we get to 2016 and, you know, I just, I couldn't support Donald Trump in 2016 for a variety of reasons. We don't need to rehash them. And, And we had people show up at our house to threaten us. and, I mean, they, they literally, three three dudes showed up on our front porch. We had to have armed guards for months on our house. My kids were harassed in a grocery store. We ultimately moved them out of their school because they were being bullied by kids who thought that, that I was destroying the country because their parents said so, that I was somehow supporting Hillary Clinton, and, and I wasn't. Um, and it, it made me realize how people are now treating politics in ways— uh, the, the Catholic Church treated the Inquisition in the what, what 15th, 16th century Spain. Everybody is now a Torquemada. And e- your politics and your faith are really wrapped up in your view of the country and the like. And I realized I, to a degree, was part of telling people for years uh, you got to vote Republican. You, you got to do this. This is our last best chance. Uh, the, the country's going to end. And, and I want to tell you what happened because we don't really talk about what happened so you know we never repealed obamacare it's still the law of the land which is kind of funny to watch the democrats complain about health care this week but i mean i was one of the people who gosh in, in 2008 we, we got to you got to vote for mccain i don't like him but you got to vote for him because we got to save the country and obama got elected and the country is still here all these years later in 2010 the Republicans said you give us the house we'll repeal obamacare and, and we gave them the house they said well we we need the senate too in 2012, Mitt Romney and, and Paul Ryan running. This is our last best chance to get it right. We're we're never going to be able to turn things around if, if we don't do it. Uh, and I was one of the people telling you that in 2012. I, I I said that on this program that this is our last best chance, y'all. Voters didn't believe it. Boy, guess what? We're 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 still here. Got to to 2014, and and we got the Republicans to the Senate, and and they said, well, we can't, we still can't repeal Obamacare. We we need the. White House, too, and then 2016 came along, and that was chaotic and topsy-turvy, but Donald Trump got elected, the Republicans held the House, they, repelled, they held the Senate, they held the White House, and they didn't repeal Obamacare. Y'all, socialism's already here. Now, the degree to which we have it, you can argue with where the Democrats want to go and the like, but I'm I'm really tired of trying to tell you guys that this is our last best chance to save the country because I was saying that in, in 2004 and 2006 and 2008 and 2010 and 2012, the country's still here. Yeah, and ultimately, here, here where it comes down to is my worldview and having gone to seminary. We're headed to hell at a handbasket. You know, no country is forever. And I am increasingly appalled by the number of people on the right who are way more interested in saving the country than saving souls. Souls are eternal. The country is not. And I just can't in good faith tell you that this election is going to be the election that decides the fate of this country when deep down you and I both know that's not really true. Now you may in partisan times right now be yelling at your radio right now, telling me yes it is in a spittle fueled rage, but you also did that in two thousand twelve and twenty fourteen and twenty sixteen and two thousand eight before that. That this was this was it. And it's not really nothing is permanent in politics. What is permanent is cultural decline. Uh, the, the culture is in decline. And, and I, I increasingly view my job as to help people of faith navigate through and, and provide some truthfulness to a media on both sides that is more focused on the narrative these days and it more focused on telling you their side of the story as opposed to telling you the complete story. Everybody wants to whip you into a frenzy. The left and the right right now are absolutely convinced that the other side is going to steal the election. You know what? The election's not going to get stolen. But many of you, if your if your favorite person doesn't win, you're going to be convinced it was stolen, even if it wasn't, because uh, you don't really care about the truth. Uh, there are a whole lot of people who call themselves Christians who never even go to church anymore. They're just on a bass boat and claim to love Jesus, um, but they don't want to go hang out with God's people. And I'm y'all listen the, the Olivet discourse, Luke twenty one. Jesus says when the world starts, basically when the world starts going to a hell in a basket, the, the sun doesn't shine, the moon doesn't shine, and the stars don't shine. Uh, the Son of Man has come and lift up your head. Your redemption is near. And there are a whole lot of people on the right who say they love Jesus, and they're so angry they can't love their neighbor because their neighbor is a Democrat who's going to vote for, for, um, for Joe Biden. Or their neighbor loves Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, so they can't bring themselves to love. It's not easy to love your neighbor. Sometimes it's not easy to love your kid. Sometimes it's not easy to love someone in your family. But you're, you're supposed to love your neighbor. And I don't want to be a part of a movement that tells you your neighbor's evil because they're voting for a different political party. And I don't want to be a part of a system that tells you the world's coming to an end unless you vote a particular way because I've read the end of the book, and, and that book defines my entire worldview. And that book says there's nothing you can do to stop the end from coming. All you can do is be on the winning team. And if you're on the winning team, a sign of being on the winning team is to love your neighbor and and be committed to the truth. And so I, I guess I I don't have the the passion to lie to you in the way some people want to lie to you and, and tell you the world is going to end unless Donald Trump gets reelected. Cause it's not, I, I don't want to lie to you and tell you you're going to be able to save the the country if you vote for Donald Trump because uh, you got Netflix running a a TV series on twerking 11-year-olds and it's not just Democrats watching that crap. It's Republicans, too. It's Republicans who are watching pornography, not just Democrats. It's all of them doing drugs. Society, culture is in decline. It is increasingly secular, even among the people who say they love Jesus. It is increasingly secular. I was talking to a well-known pastor the other day who told me one of the most difficult things in his congregation of committed Christians is getting the kids when they go on mission trips to not wear skimpy bathing suits. And and the girls in particular wanted to wear bikinis at the beach in Mexico when they're there to be on mission trips and the parents get upset because he wants them to dress modestly. His culture's in decline. It's infected the church. And I just – I it, it's not my job anymore, I don't think, to whip you into a frenzy. I love activism. I love keeping people informed. I, I love getting people involved in the process, and I don't think you should keep, get out of the process. You should go vote. I'll go vote for Trump. You go vote for Trump. I'll knock on doors. You knock on doors. But just don't think the world is coming to an end tomorrow if you don't get your way in politics. And if you do, if you think that, well, you need to reprioritize, lift up your head, your redemption is near – so be happy and love your neighbor and, and stop getting in spittle-fueled rage because the person who's next to you in, in line at the gas station has a Democratic sticker on the back of their car. You're supposed to love that person, not be angry with that person. Life is too short to be that angry, and there are so many people in politics now who are so angry. People who I, – I, I get emails all the time from people, why won't you just blast this person? because politics shouldn't be about the personal at this point. Um, people are just too angry and I don't wanna be a part of fueling that rage. There are things that whip me into frenzy and there are things that make me mad and I'll share them with you. But y'all, you're supposed to love your neighbor and there's no caveat there, you're just supposed to. And, and I can't tell you that if you if you vote the wrong way or whatnot, the world is coming to an end because I've been telling that for years and it hadn't happened and I realized I was wrong. And so yes, I've changed. Eternity matters way more than 2020, and it's not worth losing my soul. Now that's a parking spot. Introducing the I may have underestimated the size of my car policy with accident forgiveness from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote. Find an agent. Visit AmFam.com. Optional policy features not included in base policies. Review policy for coverages and exclusions. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Now that's a parking spot. Introducing the I may have underestimated the size of my car policy with accident forgiveness from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote. Find an agent. Visit AmFam.com. Optional policy features not included in base policies. Review policy for coverages and exclusions. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.